1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Sandwiched in between a big night in Europe And an incredible weekend of league action Rangers lose 1-0 in Braga With Giovanni Van Bronckers defending the non-use of Aaron Ramsey Ange Postacoglu insists no one will take their eye off the ball After taking control of the title race And seven teams are adding the final touches Ahead of trying to claim three remaining top six places in the coming days Don't take your eyes off it In the company tonight Of Jim Duffy And Hugh Keevans Unsatisfactory performance From Rangers In Braga last night But a reasonable result The tie is still Eminently winnable At Ibrooks, And that's about the best You can say for it really But all of that's on the back burner now Because we've got a weekend Of derbies and drama If Celtic can beat St Johnson tomorrow They're effectively 10 points clear at the top With Rangers away to St Mirren On Sunday As for the Dundee And Edinburgh derbies Jim Duffy's your man (laughs) He's managed Hibs He's worked for Hearts And he's managed Dundee What happened at Dundee United They don't fancy you well, actually, strangely enough, they did when Jim McLean was there because I got on really well with Jim and he, he actually said to me one time that uh, he felt as if uh, I'd be a good fit for Dundee United, but uh, yeah. it didn't quite materialise you. But anyway, thanks very much. Three out of four's not bad. Some, 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 some good times and some not so good times, but uh, yeah, I mean, the, 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 those derbies are, are always hugely important to the to the clubs, maybe not in this part of the world, but certainly in, in Edinburgh and Dundee, they are the games that the, the fans look forward to more than anything else. Um, as far as Rangers concerned last night, I watched the game last night I probably didn't think Rangers were as poor as maybe some people have suggested. I think you've got to remember it is the quarterfinals, and if you only lose one nothing, it's not the worst result. And I, th- I think if they get anywhere near their best at Ibrox next Thursday night, they'll be more than good enough to get through to the semi-finals, and that would be a terrific achievement. Um, albeit, um, you know, the, there'll be a few nerves from the Rangers fans jangling next week. Come on then, 0141-951-1025. Rangers fans, what did you make of last night? There has been a lot said already on social media and out and about today. People very frustrated at the performance, no shots on target, Aaron Ramsey wasn't brought on. There's all these different talking points that, of course, comes on the back of the weekend's disappointment as well. But as Jim quite rightly says, and Hugh, it's only 1-0. What about... The optimistic side of things Based on what you saw last night Can you still get through What did you make of last night's performance Where are your team at overall At the moment And to the rest of you What a fantastic weekend we've got coming up Dundee United, Motherwell, Hibs, Ross County Livy, Aberdeen and St Mirren None of you know if you're going to be in the top six It is all set up to be a blockbuster Saturday And Sunday in St Mirren's case So pick up that phone and let us know how you are feeling 0141 951 1025 It's going to be something else you, isn't it? Oh, I love it um, You know, the, the Hearts fans would love nothing more than to deny him a place in the top six And the Dundee United fans would like nothing more than to put another nail in Dundee's coffin And relegate a team who have yet to win a game under Mark McGee's management And then of course at the top end You've got Celtic trying to effectively go 10 points clear. A win over St Johnston uh, would give them that. And I think that match tomorrow is as important as the Rangers game last Sunday. Because you can talk about six pointers, there's no such thing. Celtic need to make sure they don't undo all of the good work they performed at Ibrooks, And I'm sure they'll be going to full house tomorrow ready to give them a rapturous welcome back 
after the Rangers game I think St Johnson will make it difficult for them Hugh, yeah. because they have improved Good over the last couple of weeks yeah and obviously they're fighting for their lives they know you know any points are bonus they know yep. that but performance wise I think they want to try and keep those performances up to try and make sure they keep that gap mm. um, you know from, from uh, closing with Dundee so I think it'll be tighter than most people think but of course you would expect Celtic to win Right it's all well and good hearing what Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy think they won't mind me saying it's more important what you think so let's hear from you right now 01419511025 Rangers fans quite simply sum up last night for us what did you make of it what Annoyed you What angered you What frustrated you Or maybe What encouraged you Let us know 01419511025 Giovanni Van Bronckhurst uh, Was remaining upbeat Despite the defeat And a display That has had some criticism From fans No shots on target But the manager Was trying to be positive After the game Well of course We only we only have way Of course we, we Always want a good result To take back To the second game you know, 1-0 uh, defeat, it's um, quite a small margin. So next week we have a, um, you know, big game. We know uh, which task we uh, that's uh, ahead of us. We will prepare well and, uh, you know, at times uh, we're good. I mean, we, we created some chances. You know, also you see the quality they have. I mean, it's a quarterfinal, so you, you're going to face an opposition who is, uh, who is also strong. But, um, you know, a one goal difference to take back, you know, it's, of course, it could have been better, but it could have been also worse. So, so we'll be going to prepare well for next week. Hugh, inevitably, this will lead on to where Rangers are at generally in the title race and recruitment and the manager and so on. But as a football match last night, what did you make of it? I thought that Rangers were in a strange frame of mind because I don't think that Braga are from the top drawer. And I think that uh, early on, it looked as if uh, Rangers were reasonably happy with 1-0. They didn't give it their best shot. It certainly wasn't the form of uh, Red Star Belgrade and before them Borussia Dortmund. Remember, Rangers scored 10 goals over four games against Dortmund and Red Star. And I know that Morelos wasn't there and won't be there for the remainder of the season. But there has to be a higher expectancy about Rangers after what they had done Previous to that game last night And I just thought that Against the moderate opposition They didn't give enough Is that fair Jim? Because you're right Generally speaking If you lose 1-0 away In the mm-hmm. quarterfinals of the Europa League that, that can't be seen as a disaster But this Rangers set of fans Probably expected A bit more Given that Braga well, listen, they're obviously a good team because they're there, but yeah. they weren't wonderful. They didn't blow no. Rangers away. No, they had, they, had, they had two or three good players. I think the the, the brothers up front were good players. The, the big striker was not a bad player. Scored the goal. Um, they, had, they had the two full backs were really quick. And the boys in loan, I think it was at Kutu, I think on loan from Man City. They'd, they'd been really quick, so that that made it difficult for like a Tavernier for Kent and and, and things like that. The, the, the players that Rangers, um, you know, really. Um, at times can rely on but I think they have to put the, you know put the, the Morelos thing behind them it's done you know it's not going to change I mean the, too many times even last night listening you know the, the commentary sometimes they kept mentioning the fact that Morelos isn't available he's not available so it's, it's you know they have to change that mindset get on about style of play and how the, how Rangers want to play that you know they'll have to adapt to it so to me they have to get over that and find a way of utilising the players they have. I was a little bit surprised that he didn't use Ramsey last night as a false nine because mm. he's done it several times for Wales. Um, I, I think he's a take a player that could go in there and be creative. But again, listen, see if they get through next week. It's, it's a 
fantastic mm. achievement So to me you've got to judge Rangers over the two legs And it wasn't their best performance last night But it wasn't terrible uh, 1-0 They had a couple of chances They didn't hit the target But uh, Sakala had a had a really good chance Where he slips inside the boy And, and, and uh, hits over the bar I think Kent had a you know, kind of reasonable chance Keep here Though if he's touched yep. Yeah it was a little bit better So they had a couple of chances And and uh, obviously they get a, a wee break When the one that hits the post And obviously yeah. the other one That's uh, v- VR, VAR Knocked off uh, Let's bring in John As a Rangers fan in Shawlands What's your point for the panel tonight John? Hey but as uh, uh, God my and the game I watched last night, I thought Rangers were terrible, to be honest with you. And uh, uh, the, game, the game against Celtic, I know. I mean, Celtic didn't really need to play well to beat us there. That's shocking, you know what I mean? Uh, for the standards we set last season. Uh, last night, I've, I've, I've got to be honest with you, I think mine piece of mind here. If, if uh, Van Donkers gets put out the uh, UEFA uh, with Braga here, if we lose this game against Braga, and we get put out against Celtic. I'm in the same frame frame as that guy last night. I think uh, when Bronkers will be as well as well just getting to take it. You know what I mean? You. I said to you before the programme started, Gordon, I listened to the same caller last night who said three defeats in a row to Celtic and no Europe, his job's on the line. And that is the mindset of some Rangers supporters. Is that uh, fair or, or premature? I think it's premature. Um because <laughs> You know, he's only been here a short space of time. I'm not buying the argument about he needs transfer windows. I'm not buying that entirely because he's had a transfer window. You tend to need more than one, though, do yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. But this one's been a severe flop. Uh, I, I think Ramsey has been a waste of time, a waste of money. Diallo has certainly been a waste of time and a waste of money. Uh, and anyone else brought in in the last transfer window is simply not... Part of what's going on at the moment So I think the last transfer window was awful uh, But What happens if you do get rid of Van Bronckhurst Then what? Who, who, do you, who do you have in mind? So I think he he has to be Allowed to see out this season He might very well win a European trophy The first for half a century How do you bin a man that's won a trophy well, To be that? fair, jo- John's assessment was Hinging upon defeat to Braga And defeat to Celtic, wasn't it? Well, again uh if both of those things come to pass I think you then have to say Okay Not good And he'll be judged on next season And he won't get long into next season If it's not going well Even the, the Scottish Cup point again Jim, you know Losing If you're Celtic and you lose to Rangers in a semi-final Or vice versa It's hardly an absolute disaster You know, it's a it's a sort of 50-50 game if you like We're talking about a team that's in the quarter-finals of the Europa League but John mentions the other crucial point This is what's changing the context for mm-hmm. some Rangers fans Is Celtic at the weekend It's the title race mm-hmm. If you're doing well in the title race And you go out of the quarterfinals of the Europa League mm-hmm. And you lose in the semis of the Scottish Cup Fine, mm-hmm. fans can take that in the chin But when that comes alongside What's been perceived as a, dem- uh, a league disappointment That's when these hypothetical th- th- scenarios th- come in yeah, I think it's because of the standards that were set last season in the league you know, Rangers set such a high standard and a high, a high level of consistency and performance. And I think there's that drop in levels, Gordon, which is the biggest shock to the Rangers fans. Because in Stephen Gerrard lost cup competitions to St John's, to St Mirren, Aberdeen. Um, you know, but obviously last year, you know, not losing a league match and winning the title as convincingly they did do. I think it's it's a real shock to the, to the fans of Rangers of, of that drop. 
But in Europe, they've still done well. You know, I mean, to, to beat... I mean, if they get knocked two, two rounds ago against Borussia Dortmund, no one would bat an island. Mm. But because people perceive Braga to be poor or ordinary or whatever it to be, Braga, I mean, they're sitting fourth in that league. They beat Benfica 3-2 at the weekend. They're not a terrible side. They're not one of the top guns mm-hmm. in Europe. But neither are Rangers. And as I said, there's still another tight to go. So I think the Rangers fans have to get behind Van Brockers and Rangers and the players... Yeah, like everybody, I'm not 100% convinced that Kamara's the, the 10. I think he has to find a way of getting Aribo back mm-hmm. in top form again, um, getting the best out of Kent and getting that balance right. I think he's still searching yeah. for the right balance and can that include um, Ramsey? You know, that that's 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 always it's been a question that's been asked now for, for, for you know the last couple of months. Yes, Rangers fans, if you've thoughts on Aaron Ramsey, we'll take them as well. Uh, John, it seems both the guys think that you're being a bit harsh on, on the manager. Is that... Fair. Oh, Gordon, he's no gave Davis a chance. Yeah, Davis was on the bench again last night, but he brings on somebody else rather than bring on Davis. You know what I mean? Uh, Stephen Davis is playing boy for Northern Ireland. He's no giving the guy a chance. May one up, uh, uh, Ross, uh, we've got Ryan Jack when when he's not. You know, he's looking at the guy, the guy a chance. Yeah, we're going to hear from Ryan Jack soon. Actually, uh, John, it's a fair point you bring up. The scatter gun is out. There's a lot of names uh, being mentioned. Thank you to John. We'll speak to David in a second. Let's play a bit more of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, who is still optimistic enough about Rangers' chances of progression. You know, we have to uh, show next week. You know, we we know what's um, what the task is. You know, it's uh, it's the final game out of out of this tie, and I know at home. Uh, with the crowd behind us, as always, we can uh, we can get a good performance. We lost two one uh, against Red Star away, but in in the home game we made the difference. So you know we have to do the same now as again. Let's bring in David, who's a Rangers fan. What's on your mind after last night? Uh, I just think just looking at what we did last night. If that's the best we can do in a European tie, I, I'm really afraid for the rest of the season. Fashion Shikala is near centre-forward, we all know that, but he was played up there anyway. If you're in the youth team and you're doing and you're a striker, you must be holding your hands up and saying, what do I need today to get a game? It's, it's, it's just really, really afraid that we might not win another game the rest of the season. Uh, Jim, you said like, you need to get over this Morelos thing, yeah. which is true, but at the same time it's easier said than done, and it appears at the moment that Rangers... Have not or cannot find that solution what, what do you make of the attempts they've made And any alternative plans that they could come up with Yeah well at the start of the programme Gordon I, th- I thought I was a wee bit surprised That um, Aaron Ramsey's not been used as that false nine is So it, he could have gone off yeah. Kamal Roof or something Or, or no, play up no, there on his play own up Sorry, there. Play, right, play up there If you're going to play Sakala You play him on the right And you play Kent on the left You've got real pace on the counter-attack He's going to drop into those little pockets He's clever as I said He's done it at international level He's done it at club level he's, It's not an un, unfamiliar role for him um, But he's got, he's got to be fit enough There's obviously issues with his fitness Or else he would, he, would have, he would have been playing more often um, As far as you know, um, you know, alternatives are concerned I, I wasn't sure about the situation with Cedric Itan. I mean, he just seems to have come in a little bit after being on loan and then just seemed to disappear. So I wasn't sure if he's injured, but he seems nope, more of a natural centre forward. Bombed out the equation, I think. And, and I think he, again, would be maybe a better fit if he's fit and, and ready to go. It's, it, you know, you, if there is younger boys there uh, in, in um, you know, the, 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 the setup, then, you know, obviously Van Brokers does they think that they're ready and they're good enough yet and that, that's that's also a, a challenge for them. I mean, Jim says, you know, but Aaron Ramsey historically or in recent history had fitness issues and all uh-huh. the rest of it, Hugh, but 
the manager was quite clear last night when he spoke to, to BT Sport. He said that he was fit, but he, you know he decided to go with other people. He said they've got a big squad, so he's he, he was fit and available last night. Does this scenario? Bring you as much confusion as it does some of the Rangers fans. Yeah, because you know th- this guy is clearly uh, a player of some substance. But you wonder whose transfer was this? Because I have my doubts whether it was fully the idea of Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, uh, and it has been a waste of time. You know, you got a goal against Dundee that I could have scored. Uh, you got a goal against Celtic that came to nothing. Uh, last night's match. Very important He's not one of the subs Brought on uh, It's perplexing I, I just think He Has been A waste of time Is the context of what's happening With those round about him Important Jim Because look Just because you're Aaron Ramsey Doesn't mm-hmm. mean you get to walk in here mm-hmm. And start every game for Rangers If Aribo is Playing at the top of his game And you've got Morelos Leading the line And Kent's doing wonderful Maybe Aribo uh, Maybe Ramsey Doesn't get a game but none of those things are happening And Morelos isn't there And, and maybe are looking for a bit of creativity no, is, no, uh, is, is that what makes it more no, surprising that he's not in? No Gordon Ramsey does get a game You don't bring a player from Juventus For whatever salary you're yep. paying him But it's going to be huge And then use him as a squad player that, That's just that just yeah. It does not make good business sense I mean, whatsoever The point I'm trying to make is It's, it's possible that someone's it's outperforming you yeah. It's highlighted by the fact that if, if other players are playing at the top of their game yeah, the criticism doesn't come People don't look at the situation so much But when he was brought in He had been told by his agent Or whatever I'm saying, That listen you're going over there You're going to Scotland to play You know you're going to be playing uh, You know week in week out And that hasn't materialised I think there has to be an issue there With the recruitment side of it Because you would do your research You would do your homework You would check out how many games He's played over the last two or three years what his injury you know, was like it's, it's easy enough to, to get all that background checks So it's not a surprise uh, I mean his fitness levels um, You know were, were way off um, But it is a surprise that he hasn't played more yeah. There's no doubt he, about he it You can get away with Ramsey If things are going yeah. well And they're not going well and Celtic, So the spotlight goes on it. Yeah. yeah Tomorrow Celtic can go 9 points clear With a tremendous goal difference advantage as well uh, Therefore Ramsey becomes a topic of conversation. Not even mention Diallo. Be more, I'd be more frustrated with Kamara Roof at this moment in time, uh, you know, because he is the the, the guy that Stephen Gerrard brought in to mm-hmm. compete with Alfredo Morelos and knowing that if Morelos was out for whatever reason, then Roof went in. And there so was he, maybe even a thought that he could have replaced. Yeah, him, exactly. So, back. so I, I think he's probably been a little bit more disappointing because he's been up to speed. He's been there longer. He knows the game. So and he is more of a natural yeah. uh, striker, you know. David, the manager still, you know, saying all the positive things and, and reminding people that, that you know still in it could get through. Do you not share any of that optimism? No, well, I no think optimism. it's already finished in my mind. Um, there's nobody there that I that I'm looking at the squad. I'm going right. Who's going to get us a goal in that in that coming up game? And that can't come up with your name Thank you very much David uh, Let's run this past you Before we do anything else Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Right okay okay We couldn't add anything To the cash pot last night But we're now straight on To a huge weekend For Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals This game is so easy We started with a £1,000 In the jackpot Every time Celtic and Rangers Have scored a goal since 
We've upped that amount significantly Now we didn't get that goal last night But both are in action over the weekend So surely the total will go up We're already sitting at £22,250 Do you think how many taxis he could buy with that Jim? He would never need to ask you for a lift home yeah, ever again Yeah he might even, he might even give the, the driver a tip Unlikely, very <laughs> unlikely <laughs> uh, But we're going to add £250 every time Celtic or Rangers hit the back of the net this weekend And it's just going to keep going up Every competition until the end of the season And one of you lucky lot will win every penny at the end of the season So don't hang about Here is how you enter You text GOAL To 61025 Even Hughes Nokia Can handle that G-O-A-L To 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message Rate over 18s only And the full terms And online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close 6pm Saturday 21st of May So that's text GOAL To 61025 Right now And we'll hear from An angry Ryan Jack And indeed you On the phones next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Evans and Jim Duffy are desperately waiting for your calls, so let them know what is on your mind. Whether it's Rangers' performance and result last night, and then the bigger issues that seem to be occupying the fans' minds at the moment, or whether it's a fantastic weekend ahead at the top. Celtic, of course, with the chance to stretch their lead, and then a whole host. Of teams going for a top six spot Two City derbies in there as well So pick up the phone And let us know what is on your mind Let's hear from Les Who's a Rangers fan in East Kilbride What have you made of everything that's been said about last night Les? Hi Les uh, Sorry hi Les Hi Gordon hi. <laughs> Listen, that, Les I've discovered in the last week You can just call me whatever you want So it's, it's fine on you go oh, Well you've changed your name It's a very good name anyway <laughs> uh, well, What I was going to say is I'm listening to Dim and Gloom for fellow Rangers supporters and I, I can remember going back years when Rangers used to uh, play Ajax and whatever and you beat 4-1 and people sent off. And even going as far as the 2008 campaign where we, we defended, defended, defended and defended all the way to the final. I, 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 was, I was impressed the way Rangers played last night. I've been impressed the way they played the whole campaign. I mean, we're an attacking team. That We were a... I don't know if it's hard to say it's a shade unlucky last night, but we were we're unlucky. We had our chances. We're in there. I mean, we're competing with these teams. All we're lacking is, with no goals in the team. With absolutely no goals in the team, and that's the problem what, what impressed you last night Les because you're right lots of Rangers fans don't seem impressed by, by what they saw what impressed you oh, God, I think we matched them toe to toe first half first 20 minutes we were created a couple of chances could have had a penalty I don't think myself it was a penalty they came into the game dominated but they're the home team um, I, I just thought we, we weren't scared for them we attacked them I mean, they attacked us, we attacked them. We weren't defensively sitting back, never criticised Walter Smith. Well, what he did was fabulous, but we go for teams now. We try for the victory. Last night, though, Les contradicts your argument, really. Uh, Rangers did not have a shot on goal uh, for the target. entire... Uh, yeah, a shot on target for the entire 90 minutes. Uh, you're right, they have been impressive up until last night. But they were not impressive last night And they did not do enough to impose themselves uh, on Braga The tie is still winnable 
Of course it is um, the, the only problem Rangers would have Is that It's not frozen at 1-0 And now it's What can Rangers do It's 1-0 And Braga are clearly capable of scoring At Ibrox as well So you have to be mindful of that fact But just taking last night In isolation It wasn't Up to the usual High standard mm. from Rangers in Europe There wasn't the same intensity And I have to go back over the same old ground They played Red Star Belgrade and Borussia Dortmund Home and away, four games mm. And scored ten goals If you think your fellow Rangers fans are overreacting Les Where do you think that comes from then? Is it the high standards that have been set Previously? Is it because it looks like the, the title could be slipping away from you? Why? What's behind it? If you think they're overreacting well, uh, I'll ask you a question first of all And then I'll answer or Try to give you an answer to that one how do I, you've gave me your answer of how we played. How do you think this team compares to the 2008 team that made it all the way to the final? But, but with respect, that's an irrelevance. I mean, you can only deal with what's happening now, not 14 years ago. And I commend Rangers for their run in Europe. They are three games away, potentially, uh, from a European final. If they beat Braga at Ibrox, they are three games away from winning a European trophy for the first time in 50 years. So you have to see this in terms of this season. What happened in Manchester 14 years ago is neither here nor there. No, well, the way we got to Manchester is here. To me, this is more a swashbuckling, exciting style to watch. And let's not care, we'll sell the game's not over. It's far from over. I know somebody said, I don't know who it was, one of the panellists, but Braga have still to come over here and Braga this and Braga that. They're coming to Ibrox, they're playing Rangers. But Rangers going to turn up with nothing. I will wholeheartedly admit that Rangers at this particular time, and I said it to my pals when I was in the pub last night watching it, there's no goals in our team. Who's to say that would change? Is that the problem? Yeah, I mean, listen, there is a, a, a lack, uh, um, you know, um, of goals. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, listen, you can score goals from a number of things. I, I still think Rangers should be better at set plays. Um, they had a couple of opportunities last night. Uh, goals and one at the back post where they got a free header. There was another one, I think it landed at Bassey and it was blocked and stuff like that. But I, th- I certainly think that's something that Rangers c- can exploit. Um, you know, they have to get more goals from the likes of Aribo, from Kent, you know, talented players. But as I said, they have talent, but they're not playing. I think Rangers last night played at say sixty percent. Now I don't, know, I don't see Braga enough to know where they were. Mm. But if Braga were playing pretty decent, then what what that tells me that on a on a relatively you know uh, you know substandard Rangers performance, there wasn't um, a huge deal in it. So if Rangers get anywhere near the levels of Ken Aribo Roof. Tavernier All yep. these kind of guys Play at their very best I think Rangers are More than good enough To beat Braga next week And I think they will beat Braga One goal You know Just changes the whole complexion The whole mentality um, The fans will You know Really be responding to it So for me A, a packed house at Ibrox Can drive Rangers To the semi-finals Nice to hear from you Les Don't mind a bit of optimism And positivity at all Thank you again Let's hear from I don't think this guy was being too optimistic and positive. Ryan Jack, visibly frustrated, wasn't he, when he got subbed on the hour mark? He put that down to his disappointment with the performance and result, but he wants to use all that uh, and drive them on to victory next week. Uh, I took a um, knock on my knee, um, but it's, it's fine. I had ice on it when I came off, but look, I was more just frustrated that we're losing the game. Um, it's never nice to be losing, and 
Um, at this level, we're, we're desperate to get to a semi-final. So, obviously, when you're losing the game, there's frustration there. But it's important that we use that frustration next week to, to obviously um, use our home crowd to turn it around. They looked like they weren't really putting us under too much pressure. They didn't have too many clear-cut chances. I think overall in the game, it was to me, it was pretty even. Obviously, frustrated to lose the game, but we always want to make sure that we're in the tie for next week. And as the manager said, I think. When we have a crowd right behind us and 50,000, then um, we can create a great atmosphere and create a special result. So hopefully we've done that before in the past and hopefully we can do it again next week. Thanks again to Les. Let's bring in uh, George on the line. George, what have you made of the comments you've been hearing, the performance last night? It's been a fairly dramatic week, of course. Performance was poor, but I backed Van Brockers to get us through. Sakala let us down. Sakala couldn't make the centre there, doing it. I think he'd be better off at Murrayfield. Everything goes over the bar. Well, I, well. everyone's getting it in the neck, Hugh. Um, yeah, you know, is Sakala, Sakala culpable? Sakala's played out of position and is trying his level best. Uh, that was Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's way of trying to find a solution to the Morelos problem. Um, he clearly did not find a solution in Kamar Roof against Celtic. And he was trying another way against Braga. So I think it's unfair to single out Fashion Takala for criticism. He was the square peg in the round hole and it showed. What it maybe does do though, Jim, is feed into that wider discussion about suitable options, Mm -hmm. recruitment. Have Rangers ever got to grips with Mm -hmm. the notion that they need someone to step in when Alfredo Morelos is there? So whether that's Mm -hmm. all about criticising Fashion Mm Takala or not, it maybe is part of a bigger... Discussion. Yeah, I don't think the recruitment in that area. I mean, it's a tough area to to find top players. There's no doubt about it. But obviously, Alfredo Morelos aside, they brought in Cedric Eaton, they brought in Kemar Roof, they brought in Fashion Zakala, they brought in Diallo, f- front players or forward mm-hmm. players. Um, but none of them have really, you know, get anywhere near the levels that uh, that uh, they need if if Morelos is not available. Um, so yeah, that that side it's not been great recruitment. Um, but I do think that um, you know leading up to the game last night they had to tweak it and, and they should have changed it. And I felt with Sakala, I felt as if he had to be almost a different type of player. I heard, you know, Alan McCoy was right. I think Comedy coming towards the ball. I think that's not his strength. You know, he should have been coming spinning. And and I think the Rangers players should have been aware of that as well. And saying to him, listen, we don't need you to be an Alfredo Morelos clone. We need you to be. Good at what you're, uh, what you're at, uh, sorry, uh, prominent at what you're good at, and which is getting in behind stretching defenders and changing the play a little bit. And I think that that could have been coming from the manager, it could have been coming from the senior players, the likes of Lundstrom and Jack, and these kind of guys could have been saying, Listen, we're going to put balls into the space, let you get after it and stretch the game. And I think that would have suited them a little bit more. It just didn't suit them the way he was trying to play. So you know, there's a whole you know combination of reasons for that. But you're right, Gordon. I don't think that uh, Rangers' recruitment in terms of competition for Alfredo Morelos has been good enough over the, over the last two or three years. I mean, George Fashion Sakala might need to play again next week, or or maybe back to Kamar Roof or whatever. So, where do you get the confidence that this will be all right next week? I think it'll be better off at Murrayfield. Everything goes over the bar. Yeah, I know you said that already, but there will be no. There will be no uh, rugby posts next week, Hugh. So I don't really know where this where this gets us. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, mocking your own players. No, listen, that's fuck. It's tongue in cheek. It's fine. But where uh, does it get you? In, term, um, in terms of next week, you know, uh, if it's all if Fashion Sakala isn't working and Kamal Roof isn't working, well, who's going to play next week then? Who's going to play the weekend, for instance? Well, maybe you revert to what Jim was talking about earlier. Maybe you try uh, Aaron Ramsey in that 
position up front uh, with players wide of him who can provide the service for him. Um, clearly, he's two uh, players in now. He's tried Roof, didn't work. Tried mm. Sakala, didn't work. Uh, either you go back to Roof uh, or you try Ramsey. But even the guys from midfield, like at Arfield and, and, and Kamara, who were the advanced midfield players, because you've, you've got Lundstrom and Jack kind of sitting a little bit, none of them really timed their runs, never getting to the box. As I say, the has been off the pace in the last few weeks. Um, you know, so, the, you know, Ryan Kent hasn't been really, you know, at his very best. So I think you can't just look at one area. All of those players have to step up to the plate. They have done against Dortmund, you're right, in Red Star, Belgrade. They need another type, of, that type of performance um, at Ibrox next Thursday uh, They lacked intensity And you mentioned Ryan Kent You know He's capable of so much more Than he delivered last night And uh, you know For me He could be filling a huge void At the moment In terms of goal scoring threat But he's had two goals All season long uh, Alright thank you George Thank you Les 01419511025 It's a great time To get your call in Because we're going to get The latest travel And that means you could be Up next So let's hear from you This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Hugh Keevans are here It's 01419511025 I know lots of intrigue around last night But what about this weekend as well? Come on, if you're out there And you want to hear about uh, your team's big game Coming up at the weekend Let's get your thoughts on the phones 01419511025 of the teams in the top flight There only are 12 of them And 7 are going for 3 remaining places In the top 6 So pick up that phone And let us know what you've got for us 01419511025 That's what Tom and Domarnock has done What's your point tonight Tom? James, uh, first time caller first Good to have you. Thanks, thanks what, what made you call then? What's tipped you over the edge? <laughs> well I go from a walk then Listen to the Shiver scoreboard every night uh, It's part of that It helps me feel that my queen, if you want to say that, uh, I lost a, bit, a few pounds. Get on you. But I was listening to the, 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 the early callers and the panel, and there's a lot of sense and there's a lot of valid comments and points here. But I think the point I would like to make is okay, Morelos is out, he's, he's sorely missing, he's a fantastic player, he does so much for the team. But wasn't that long ago when this same group of players, or mostly the same group of players, never had Morelos? Do you know what I mean? And, and, and the goals are coming through all over the park. For Tavernier, for Goldson, for Alanda, for Barisic, for the midfield, for Hadji. You know what I mean? For Kent. So, and for me, I think there's there's a lack of cohesion togetherness. You know, like, you know, in the last season when they were undefeated, they feared, they feared nobody. You know, last week when they go against Celtic and they just crumbled. You know, after, after Celtic scored, so... I think there's something lacking I don't know what it is But It's no I don't need else Yeah Is it a bad combination then Is it coming at the wrong a, a terrible time Like if you've got him missing As Tom says Maybe you get away with it If Kent's bang at it yeah. Aribo's bang at it Everybody's creating Everybody's scoring is that, part, yeah, is that no, exacerbating I, I, the problem? I think Tom's got a, a good point. There seems to be, um, you know, a, a drop in intensity at times. You know, we've seen the, the, those big European matches, as we mentioned, against Dortmund, against Red Star, and the fantastic atmosphere, and Rangers really get after it. But then the, 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 it drops, you know, sometimes a couple of times in those games as well. You know, they, they, they couldn't sustain it. And it seems to have been the case. I, I think um, there's there's been a few draws leading, leading up uh, over the last few weeks as well, and then losing to Celtic. 
Um, so I, I think I think they're I think they're they are off the pace a little bit. You, you know, Rangers, but the quality of the players, you know, they they are good enough as, as Tom and mentioned. You know, a number of those players I know Hadji's missing as well. But as I'm as, I, as I've said They have the quality In the squad Gordon mm. But they're not producing the goods It's not down to just Morelis yeah. There's so, four or five players Not anywhere near the, the, the top level Right so why is that then Tom That's obviously the next question Is it These players individually Need to do more Need to have a look at themselves Or Is the manager not getting it right Is he not getting the best out of them Has the environment changed And that's why They're not performing I think it may be a combination of both To be honest with you So individually The guys have to take Responsibility and ownership, uh, but collectively it's down to the manager. So I, I don't know. I just I just feel there's a lack of spirit there. And I was at Ibrox for the Dortmund game and that, and the place was absolutely rocking. And and seeing them play that was fantastic. But I mean, I, I, I'm fearing for Sunday against it, man. There are strange conundrum Rangers. Uh, you know, on the one hand that they are capable of beating Borussia Dortmund and Red Star while giving uh, themselves two of a start against Motherwell and failing to see it out at Ibrox uh, having a start you should only dream of against Celtic last Sunday and failing to see it out somehow managing to be spooked by a Celtic equaliser that came when there were still over 80 minutes of the match to be played went to Celtic Park crumbled were over and done with by half time at Celtic Park so Something beyond Morelos is going on here uh, And it's going on on Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's watch They are going from tremendous highs in Europe To tremendous lows in their own domestic league Having said all that Tom The guys have been pointing out It's only 1-0 Braga didn't look sensational either You still got a bit of confidence there that you can progress? Absolutely For me guys it's half time you know I mean they're 1-0 down at half time <laughs> so they've got a great opportunity We just need the guys to turn up and play Play with a play for the jersey, play for the heart You know what I mean, get a bit of spirit in there For me, it's, it's like Dare I say, it's like watching Scotland Years gone by when you, you don't know what you're getting You get all the emotions in the one game Yeah, and th- again Hugh This is all about expectation levels Because for a long time And in particular in Europe You knew exactly what you were getting from yeah. Rangers So that's that why it's hard to take for fans like Tom I, I, I can't work them out I mean, I, I go back again to the Aberdeen game the, They were very fortunate A scruffy goal Gave them a tidy result in the end But they toiled uh, the, Ibrox, strangely enough Has been a place where they, they have not Dominated as they ought to do You know, Hearts get a draw there um, that there's something on Giovanni Van Bronckhurst's watch. Something has gone wrong. Thank you, Tom. Enjoy the rest of your walk. Lovely night for it. That was Tom somewhere in the Dunmarnock area. If you see a guy on the phone waving his hands about, <laughs> he's probably on the phone to us. Thanks again, Tom. Cheers, guys. Good man. Thanks, Let's go straight to Aaron, who's a Rangers fan in Dumbarton. Uh, probably the last call of the first hour, Aaron, which has been a real mixed bag. Lots of criticism. From, of Rangers and lots of people saying you're overreacting and it's fine we can get through next week how do you feel? Well the, the feeling I've got good evening panel I hope you're well Thank you. um, I am totally perplexed with this Rangers team um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst came in and we were seven points clear we are now six points behind Celtic and we look the team looks lost I don't know if it's players I don't know if it's the manager but for me 
the way we played last eight, last 15 minutes, we were playing as if we were 1-0 up. We were 1-0 down. We were so, we were so passive on the ball. Um, very little movement. Kent, you know, was trying his heart out. Lundstrom had a really good game, but I look at this team and I go, this is the same players that stopped Kent in a row. How can we be so inconsistent and really poor? It is perplexed. I really feel Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is not the man to take us forward. He's had half a season, and look where we're at. What are we going to do in a full season? This is where the problem comes for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Jim, because even if it is his fault or it's not, Aaron hit on an important point. For lots of fans, this is the same group of players that stopped 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. So you go, oh, well, what's changed? I'll tell you exactly what the manager's changed. Like yeah. I say, might not be his fault at all, but it's understandable that people would mm-hmm. come to that conclusion. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, listen, you're always going to look at the top and see, you know, where where you know his um, influence has been, and, and if they don't think that the players are buying into it or some of the players have dropped a performance, then people will look at the manager. Of course, that's always the case. Um, but as I said, I think there's a there's a there's a number of players who haven't been anywhere near the, the levels. Um, the other thing is about you know, last night about the you know he made substitutions. I mean he brought on he brought on Aribo, he brought on um, you know Kemel Roof. Uh, you know he, he he did try to change things. He brought on Baricic. You know he he tried to freshen things up. But the only thing is uh, you know. Listen, I've not managed Rangers and certainly not, not Europe at that level. But but uh, sometimes when you've got a, a, a game, um, Aaron, and you're not playing at your best, then yeah, yeah, you do settle for one nil. You know that that's that's the thing. You know it's not it's not the worst thing in the world because sometimes if you try, if there's one player or one area, you can sometimes tweak it. But if if most of your team's not playing at the best, then you have to take that as a one of those nights. Mm. Get out of there with a one 0 defeat, and I think he done that last night, and I think that's okay management. I don't. Sometimes you just can't force the players to play well because there's too many of them off form. Right, Adam, what makes you think he's not the man to take you forward? Because if you're talking about the point swing, yes, it's it's bad from a Rangers perspective, but he is picking up the same, if not more, points per game in the league than Steven Gerrard was. Now, what's changed is that Celtic have got better. So, is is it all? Fucking come in, sorry that Rangers since Gilles came in in the final third, and we can't put it all on Morelos, right? We, we've rested on our laurels. We're not getting somebody in that's either like him or similar. Now playing football in the final third, it's as if he wants to score the perfect goal. For front, for back to front. Now I coach football. Eh, I coach, you know, 2007s, and it's. I think to myself, I'm no way at that sort of level, right? And I appreciate that he's under the cosh. But it is so passive in the final third at times. Pass, 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 pass. It's been so poor. To change our system as well, from a 4-3-3 that Rangers played for, what, nearly three and a half years, three and a half seasons, to switch that to a 4-2-3-1, it's massive halfway through a season. And I don't think the players really understand what he wants. It looks like that in the park anyway. Lots of tweets doing the rounds, Aaron, about your namesake... Mr Ramsey as well Just because of Obviously who he is The reputation Wasn't used last night What, have you, what are you making of that Side of things? Baffling You get an attacking Creative midfielder That's cost us a lot of money for, for, for half a season But yet he will not Bring him on Like Ramsey could have changed The game could have not The games that he's played He's played, played what Two or three And scored two But why not bring him on? To leave that Sort of calibre Of player on the bench and I am not happy saying walking away for Braga at 1-0. 
That is not, it's not acceptable, I feel, as a Rangers fan to say, ah, that's all right, one now we get beat. No, we want to go out there and show, no, we're doing this for, for Scottish football. Yeah, I mean, Aaron says it's baffling about Aaron Ramsey, Hugh, uh-huh. and the Ahmed Diallo January signings doesn't even get to that stage because it's almost, it's almost fallen out of the... Yeah, the, the the equation that, that he could could play a part. You remember the night that he signed? Everyone was so excited about it from a Rangers well, perspective. We, we never learn. We always dive in when they come up here and ah, wonder boy, look at the money he's cost. They scored didn't he, in his first game yeah, against Ross County, didn't he? Which ended in a three-all draw, mm. which was another day of uh, calamity for Rangers. Um, but Ramsey, baffling is a good word used by Aaron. Uh, I mean I think it's too late for him now Almost You know the, 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 the league may very well be gone I think it is gone uh, And you know He played Aaron saying why didn't he bring him on He played from the start against Celtic And he scored But then he faded Thank you Aaron Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Right, beat the pundit time What a good way to end your week By winning the sign ball And even better Putting Hugh Keevans or Jim Duffy in their place It's 01419511025 The call needs to be in by 7 o'clock And your chance to beat the pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy are here It's 01419511025 to join them Understandably Lots of reaction to last night's game in Braga But it's a huge weekend So let's look forward Come on, if you're out there And your team is going for the top six Let's hear from you on the phones 01419511025 Is a big game in the East End as well Because Celtic are going to try and stretch their lead And of course St Johnson uh, Trying to either get themselves out of that playoff spot Or just secure um, the fact that they definitely won't automatically go down So lots to at stake there as well Pick up the phone, speak to the guys And we'll get to you next Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football It's been a vintage week on Beat the Pundit Gordon DL got a zero It's the first <laughs> time in a long time One of the pundits has got a zero So let's see what we've got in store Did you tonight. see Gordon DL got a granny? Is that what you said? <laughs> well, let's move on Jerry's in Wisher How's it going Jerry? Not bad, how you doing? Not bad, thank you Have you ever played before? Eh, uh, no Alright, okay Let's toss the coin If it's heads, it'll be Hugh And if it's tails, it will be Jim Duffy And it's heads It's Hugh against Jerry in Wisher So Hugh, I'm going to give you some Clyde 2 to listen to So that you don't steal Jerry's answers 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Jerry Simple as that Good man, 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who did Rangers face in the 2008 UEFA Cup Final? Zenit Name any team Celtic beat in this year's Europa League campaign uh, Real Betis How many Scottish clubs has Craig Gordon played for? Three Who's the only player to score for St Johnson in any of the last five games? Callum Hendry Before this season, in what year did Celtic last win two Old Firm games in a row? 2018 Who's got more caps for their national team, Cedric Eaton or Kamar Roof? Cedric Eaton Let's bring Hugh back Hugh can you hear us? I can Are you ready? I am 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now <sighs> who, will range, who did Rangers face In the 2008 UEFA Cup final? Um, Moscow Dynamo Name any team Celtic beat In this year's Europa League campaign 
Uh, Real Betis How many Scottish clubs Has Craig Gordon played for? Three Who's the only player To score for St Johnson In any of their last five games? Um, pass Before this season In what year did Celtic Last win two Old Firm games in a row? 2020 Who's got more caps For their national team Cedric Eaton or Kamar Roof? Kamar Roof Okay Jerry You sounded Super confident Are you feeling confident? <laughs> nah not really <laughs> I, th- I thought Jerry was awesome Let's find yeah. out how awesome mm-hmm. uh, Hugh, Hugh, There are a few you'll be kicking yourself on Zen at St Petersburg okay. uh, You know that You just panicked He was 1972 He was going to be back yeah, yeah, to yeah. the um, 2008 <laughs> UEFA Cup Finals Zen at St Petersburg 1-0 Jerry Name any team Celtic beat In this year's Europa League campaign Ferenc Varos Real Betis you, we, we would even have taken Jablonets And AZ Alkmaar So um, You both got Betis 2-1 To Jerry Craig Gordon's played for Hearts, Celtic and? Cowden Beef It's Cowden Beef yeah. There we go Did you know that Jerry? I did I guess. Oh, Jerry knows his stuff 3-2 <laughs> mm-hmm. The only player to score for St Johnson In any Ca- of the last five Callum Henry Callum Henry oh, of course Jerry got that Jerry's got everyone mm-hmm. right so far 4-2 Before this season In what year did Celtic last win two old firm games in a row? It was 2018 And Jerry got that right oh, This wow. is one of the performances of the season Jerry uh, who's got more caps For their national team It's a 50-50 Cedric Eaton Or Kamar Roof You even got that one wrong Hugh It is Cedric Eaton Which means Hugh has got two And Jerry Has got Six Jerry I bow to you <laughs> Jerry you That is outstanding Now when the pundits do this I read out the rest To see if they can Get ten So I think I think you have to You have to try it surely Okay Right Who's Aberdeen's top League scorer this season Oh, he's on seven. Uh, name any Portuguese player to have played for Rangers in the last decade. Daniel Kindes. He's on eight. Mm-hmm. Where will Euro 2024 be held? Belgium and Netherlands. Oh, it's Germany. You're hopeless, Jerry. Get off the phone. Ah, good man, Jerry. You did ever so well. That was brilliant. One of the best we've heard in a long time. You must be happy with that. That was 2002 They actually had it there So they did Yeah they did Uh, Well so we've got you Jerry. What do you think about your team tomorrow You're a Celtic fan Big game Yeah big game Uh, After Sunday Just need to go and get the three points in it That's what matters after now I wonder Jerry, about the psychology Because you know There must be some doomsday fans out there Who are just as worried about 11th place St Johnson at home And just the fear that that it can go wrong Are you one of them Or are Celtic past that now? I can never know Because they're Kind of picked up a bit recently, haven't they? So, um, but I think we should be quite comfortable for that. Nice go early. Absolutely, you should, and that—that's that's the the key word. How do you feel about it? Uh, you know, Celtic now thirty-two domestic games in a row undefeated, coming off the back of a, a win against Rangers at Ibrox. They will get a tumultuous reception from their supporters tomorrow. Uh, it should be thirty-three in a row. Um, I go back to what Ange Postacoglu said at the end of the game at Ibrox three points closer and that's all he will want to say at five o'clock tomorrow evening three points closer the psychological advantage of beating St Johnston going effectively ten points clear uh, puts all manner of doubt into the minds of uh, the Rangers supporters overnight before Rangers go to St Mirren so it's a very important game for Celtic, as important as Ibrox. You know, I, I know that Ibrox represents 
the sun, the moon and the stars to the Celtic supporters because they won there and they've had a, a great week celebrating since then. But tomorrow at home to St Johnson, the second bottom club is as important as Ibrox mm. was last week. Um, Jerry, do you buy into that psychological thing that, that Hugh mentions? Rangers are still in Europe, Celtic will play first, they have the chance to stretch the mm. lead, Rangers then need to respond. Does that make any difference at this stage? I would think so, because, I mean, we'll be tired going back for Portugal, wouldn't they? And then, I mean, St Mern's a kind of hard place to go. So, especially if you go in tomorrow, it kind of puts the pressure on them, doesn't it? So, I mean, I get, I get both sides, Jim, because obviously, look, you just need to win all your games anyway. Mm-hmm. Whenever they're played, whoever plays first, yeah. d- does it change anything? Does it add anything? No, I think when you play for these type of clubs, you, you're used to it. But, you know, you're getting, I'm sure some, some people will go down the argument whether it's actually beneficial to stay in Europe um, or, or, or not, if there's any advantage of it. Um, but if Celtic won, as you said, you know, with the goal difference I've got, nine points plus the goal difference, it's a huge psychological block. But... It, you know, again, you don't know how St Myrna's because that that top six could have been decided by the time that game's getting played, and they may well not have a uh, may, may well a have missed point, out. Yep. So, but Rangers haven't been brilliant after European games, you know, in terms of the performance level. So, I think they they need a, a a big result in Sunday and a big performance to to give their fans encouragement for Thursday. Far as Celtic's concerned, whether whether they win one nil or five nil. Um, just get the three point. Thanks again to Jerry. Some performance on Beat the Pundit. Nice to chat to you. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu. He insists nothing's changed amongst the mentality of the squad after the win against Rangers. Six points clear, as everyone knows. But the manager claims if the players have taken their eyes off the ball, then it's been done behind his back. No, it's been pretty normal. Um, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm not a great barometer of moods or mood swings, mate. I'm, I kind of keep to myself, so... You know, maybe they're partying in there. I don't know. You know, maybe they've got uh, disco balls and they're dancing around. Um, unlikely, I'd say. But I think, as I keep saying, my, you know, what I look at is how we train, how we present ourselves every day as a group of men. And when I see them out there, I haven't seen any change whatsoever from the way we prepared for the last game. We've prepared exactly the same way for this game. It's easy to guard players against that stuff, Hugh. I mean, loads of people are saying that they feel the league's done. Yeah. I think Think that ever filters to players, or I don't think that if you're led by Ange Postacoglu off the park and you're led by Callum McGregor on the park, I don't think that that's a problem for Celtic. Uh, I love to hear Ange Postacoglu talk. I mean, the, the, the gently sending up whoever was questioning him by said, "Oh, glitter balls yeah, in there, disco that's balls." Yeah, as long times as Ange been at a yeah, club, yeah, I think. yeah. <laughs> as long as you and me, um, yeah. but. Uh, I do know that he hasn't come this far to watch it blow up in his face now. And Callum McGregor, who would be many people's choice for player of the year, he hasn't come this far to blow what would be his first title as Celtic captain. So I do agree with Jim that St. Johnston have an awful lot more on their plates. Uh, But Celtic, with the crowd, with the way they're playing, with who knows... Furuhashi Coming back Well do you know What would your guess be uh, Start or not My guess would be On the bench Because Giacomacus Has done nothing To deserve Being left out And then At some point In the second half To a roar That will Reverberate Around the east end Of Glasgow I would expect Kiyogo Furuhashi To come on um, And see if he can Pick up where he left off 
Do you share that or yeah. any chance he starts the game? I don't think so. I think it's, um, you know, as, as you mentioned, I think that uh, Giannamakis is, you know, he, listen, he wasn't brilliant against uh, Rangers, but he's been doing very well and, uh, you know, he's led the line well and I think he's done nothing to, to deserve. I know I know people say we dropped a squad rotation or what, what like, but mm. I think also the way St. George is going to sit deep. So, I mean, Furuhashi loves to use the space and there won't be much space. So I think he will actually suit the way St. John's will go there tomorrow They'll sit there with a 5-4-1 They'll be really compact Sit deep uh, And therefore You know Someone like Giamakis I think I think will actually suit The way Celtic will want to play tomorrow uh, And, I, and I, as I said I, th- I think he'll, he'll start the game Scored his first goal for Celtic at home To St. Johnson mm-hmm. And then there was You know There was injuries There was the missed penalty mm-hmm. He now goes into this game Then according to you two Celtic's main striker mm-hmm. As the player of the month And by the looks of it About to help fire Celtic to the title it's, it's been quite a growth For him this season Isn't it Yeah but that's the thing About you know Football You know At the start I, mean, I can remember Being on the programme um, Gordon There's a few people Phoning in and, 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 and pretty much Writing them off Straight away You know The guy wasn't fit He came he, You know He admitted that himself And then he had an injury You know I think he came in One game Was out for another Number of weeks It takes time You know To settle into a, a new style of play A new league A new you know country All these sort of things And you know, we're very unforgiving when it comes to things like that with footballers. We we, we treat seem to treat them differently from anyone else. So fair play to him. You know, he's he's adapted and adapted to everything Ange Postacoglu's wanted him to do. He's got himself fitter, sharper, and he's an integral part of that squad now. The debate we had in the first hour about the loss of Alfredo Morelos for Rangers and the effect it's had on the team. Kyogo won a cup for Celtic and was injured in the very next game against St Johnston. The breach has been filled by Giacomacchus since then because his numbers have been terrific and that's why I say he has earned the right to wear the jersey tomorrow. But at some point, if Kyogo is fit and ready to go and we thought that would be the case last weekend and he was nowhere near Ibrox, but if he's fit and ready to go, at some point he comes on tomorrow because it will just... Light up Celtic Park And be the last thing St Johnston need to see uh, Let's ask Robbie Who's a Celtic fan on the line Kyogo or Giacomacchus Or maybe even both tomorrow Robbie Who are you picking? Good evening panel uh, For me it would be Giacomacchus um, Just because his recent forum And how long Kyogo has been out for uh, What I do like moving forward When both are going to be fight, fit And firing on all cylinders Is Going by the the games and goals that they've rattled in when they've been available and playing, what I really, really like about this, and I think Jim will agree with me here, is that they look to be prolific strikers that can put the ball in the back of the net, but they're different styles, totally different styles. And that's what I really, really like about uh, the both of them. They're, 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 they're like chalk and cheese, are totally different, but the, the both of them are, are, are as, as effective, if you know what I mean. Um, what do you so, make of that Jim Because also yeah. You've now sort of added Maeda, Maeda Into the mix yeah. Who's putting in some shift time Yeah time he was again. unbelievable Against Rangers In terms of his work ethic um, Yeah I mean it's a, it's Celtic's got a real Embarrassment of riches At the top end of the pitch now You've got Abada Who's got terrific Get a goal return From coming in again Another young player Came in Jota uh, Has had to, you know, real Moments of quality Maybe not quite his best The last couple of games But still A real threat Real positive player 
Um, you know, you had them into the mix as, as, as um, you know, Robbie was saying there about uh, Kyogo Furuhashi and uh, Giamakis. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's a fantastic, um, you know, uh, options now that, that Ange Postacoglu has. And they're all, and, the, and the, the thing about it, other than, than uh, Giamakis, who's an out and out centre forward, Kyogo can play in the wide left, wide right. So can Mieda. Um, Abada can play wide right, wide left. So can Jota. So they've got this flexibility within the squad, and we, and and they all seem to be playing with real confidence just now, uh, because the style and and that's all down to the manager. The the, the managers brought in players to complement the way he wanted to play. Took a little bit of time. But it's there now And mm. they will only get better at it The manager's confident Robbie There will be no complacency No eyes off the ball Going forward Do you share that confidence? Uh, Gordon I do But Here's the thing If you go back to 2005 Celtic went to Ibrox With five games to play The one at Ibrox They went five points in front With four to play Now out of the four games In the very very next one They lost To Hibs and the last one of the four was Motherwell, and we know what happened there. They lost that game. So Rangers won all the remaining ones, and they pipped Celtic by a point. Now, if you just look at that, four games to play, five points of difference and thrown it away. I know it's not quite the same. There's obviously at six points just now, and Celtic have got more games to play. But, you know, it just shows you, if you if you Celtic let draw the more of that... Draws it back down to four points, you know, and it, what I'm just trying to say is, you just really, need, really need to, you know, if that's if, if there's ever a wake up call for Celtic to, I mean, it's that 2005, uh, the last handful of games. That's all. That's all. I'm supposed to. Yes, it's not Robbie. <laughs> Robbie can rhyme off every yeah. combination of results. <laughs> who scored them? Well, yeah. I, I um, remember that day vividly. Scott McDonald. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah, who scored Gordon those two, them. but I, I don't know about the rest. But, I mean, Celtic were a goal up. Mm-hmm. You know, first half, and uh, they missed a, an unbelievable chance second half. Uh, which would have finished everything But as I said to our caller earlier about Rangers uh, 2008 for Rangers has no relevance to what's happening now And 2005 has no relevance to what's happening yeah, to Celtic To be fair though, I get, you get where Robbie's coming from He's not saying it impacts tomorrow But it's just a reminder that even from a really strong position Can it's, you imagine it's not though In the, in the bag Examine the personalities involved here Ange Postacoglu comes in as Who's he? And now He's seven games away from a treble. Um, Callum McGregor has to take over from uh, a Celtic captain, Scott Brown, who had led them, led them through a quadruple treble. And he scored for Hibs against Celtic in that game when it all went wrong in 2005, did yeah. you know? But anyway. So the, the personalities involved here. Ange Postacoglu will say what he has to say in the dressing room. And whatever he says, it seems to work. Callum McGregor will say what he has to say on the park before the game starts They are so close they can almost touch the trophy Um, It would be an epic collapse for Celtic Mm. not to win it now Epic So who wants that in their CV? Yeah it's an interesting one Jim because actually See six points Mm. with six games to go I'm not sure that is that close What I think people are basing on is how good Celtic have been Mm -hmm. So they're saying they can't 
they can't see it getting thrown away, which which that you know that's a different argument. Arithmetically, it's obviously not that yeah. big when they still have to mm. play each other. Yeah, but again, people are taking that next step and saying, "Oh well, I don't think Rangers will win anyway," yeah. or "I don't think Celtic will drop the yeah. other points." Yeah, but I think because of the, the, that extra um, bonus they've got, if you want to call that Celtic with having the, the goal, goal difference, difference yeah. is, is, is could be could be massive. You know, I mean, if if you like to say in in a Hypothetical scenario They were the, 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 the same point Until they get to the next Old Firm match And uh, and, and Rangers won it and then, and then there's three points behind But Celtic would then have to, to lose And twice, drop points twice In a couple of games So it would seem highly unlikely And again, Rangers that's because won of how, all that's, of those games That's because of how good Celtic have been yeah. Rather than the Yeah, it's highly unlikely uh, As I said that that, that that would be the case And also I said Rangers That's, that's banking on Rangers winning every game So the, the likely scenario is Celtic's going to win the league and, and I think that most Rangers fans would accept that as well Again, since Ibrox last Sunday Celtic have had a, a free week yep. In which to get themselves uh, Regenerated Revitalised And Rangers have gone to Portugal And it hasn't been a great night for them It's a bad your criticism isn't it? I mean Rangers f- from last week Including the Braga game as well So you know, mm. you know Rangers are not maybe a fragile psychological position Sorry Robbie I didn't realise we were so late for the break Thanks for your thoughts tonight Got a full time teaser for the guys And where are you Fans of teams involved in the top six Seven of you Going for three places Is there a sleepless night ahead Have you figured out all the permutations We'll look at that next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy are here It's 0141 951 1025 We're about to talk football again Ahead of a huge weekend In the midsection of the Premiership Let me quickly set up tonight's teaser for you Mark O'Brien sent it in full time At Clyde One Com. That's full time at Clyde1.com Can you name the last eight players to score On their old firm debuts? Oh. Uh, Rio Hatati Yes Can you name the last eight players Seven now To score on their old firm debuts? Chris Sutton? Rio Hatati No it's, they're all pretty recent Because oh, it's just the last eight Yeah. Um, uh, Abada No I was just waiting <laughs> on both of you for getting that one Alright, All right, we'll leave it there You've got six more to get Can you name the last eight to score On their old firm debut And uh, full time At Clyde1.com If you want to send your questions in Right, go on then Hugh In 30 seconds If you could just run me through All the permutations for the top six Go well, Jim Duffy's worked it all out. Livingston go into the top six <laughs> after they beat you a lot tomorrow. Well, uh, I didn't ask you to predict. I'm looking permutation, Jim. I wouldn't even know where to begin in terms of making it in such a way that the listeners don't fall asleep. So let's just remind ourselves of the way it sits at the moment. Dundee United, Motherwell and Hibs mm-hmm. occupy the remaining three top six spots. Mm-hmm. Hearts, Rangers and Celtic are already in there. Yeah. Ross County, Livy, Aberdeen and St Mirren sit just below. They could all... Make the top six Now Aberdeen and Ross County Play each other mm-hmm. Livy and Motherwell Play each other mm-hmm. So they're the Six pointers If yes. you like For the top six Hearts and Hibs play In the derby mm-hmm. And there's Dundee United Dundee There's a Dundee derby as well So yeah. whatever way you slice it It's going to be Incredible stuff tomorrow Yeah I think it'll be You know Injury time And biting nails For, for just about You know The, the whole seven teams Because they, they, If you look on paper They all look like draws You know You, you look <laughs> yeah. at all those games You would think Well they're all draws But the, the teams have to go for it I think Livingston will At home 
sadly for you, Gordon, I think they might just nick that, and therefore I think that'll put them in pole position because that'll give them forty points. Yeah. Um, and Dundee United are on forties. You think they? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think I think Dundee United will yep. be there. Uh, I don't see them losing against Dundee, so I think even one, one point that'll leave one spot. And yeah, I think Aberdeen Ross County. I think Aberdeen might win that one. So I think mm, maybe Aberdeen uh, might sneak it. Might right, okay. sneak it. Yeah, you're right. Aberdeen would sneak it if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Here's me scrambling to figure out if Motherwell can still make it yeah. with, a de- with a defeat, Hugh, uh, which I think <laughs> yeah. they can. Um, just um, if everything else could went you, to plan, could you see? I, I could see Ross County beating Aberdeen. I don't think that Aberdeen have been no, they're not convincing. No, but I just think at home that's a Pittodrie, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just think at home they have a big crowd there. It's last chance saloon. You know they need, and I, I think listen, Malky's done a phenomenal job at, uh, at Ross County, and they're very good side, very good to watch as well. You know, um, recruited terrifically well. I just think Aberdeen, you know, know what's at stake, and they have to have to, you know, mm. have have a performance, uh, their best performance of the season. Really, can that bring its own pressure then? Because of all the teams, well, Hibs would come into the same bracket if Livy or Ross County. And to an extent, Mother will, you know, if they don't make the top six, it will hurt and fans mm-hmm. will be angry. You probably get over it in time. Aberdeen mm-hmm. and Hibbs not making the top yeah. six is that's not acceptable, yeah, no, is it? No, no. If you if you look at um, so you you think, know, you fan know, base, uh, yeah. stature, clubs, budgets, all these things, it should should never happen. That 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 should never be the case. But you know, that's the reason why we, we like football, because it doesn't always go to plan yeah. and you know clubs like you know, whether it's Livy or anything like that, if they do get up, and I, listen, I, I think it'd be terrific, and, and I, I like even more the fact that the, early on in the season, David Martindale was asked, and quite categorically said, we will not get relegated, there's no chance, he was bottom of the league at the time, no chance, we'll, we'll be absolutely fine, uh, and, and people are saying, oh, that's a bit I mean, of a statement, but he's, 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 he's proved it because he had faith in his players, faith in himself, uh, and, and I like that sometimes to be bullish. You know, we're, we're, we're sometimes a wee bit uh, frightened to 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 say what we believe in uh, here because it might come back and bite you. But uh, you know, from Livingston's point of view, I think it better. I think it's a shame the job he does, mm. the the job the team does. Mm-hmm. They're having to give away tickets to mm-hmm. get people to come and see yeah. them tomorrow. They're giving away two thousand five hundred free I tickets. Motherwell have sold upwards of a thousand, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. around about there. I'm sure yeah. I saw Alan Burrows tweeting about that. It's the dilemma of. Living too close to Edinburgh. It's a new club, Hugh, and yeah. you know you, you don't just you know all of a sudden invent mm. fans. You know, I mean, fans are historically fallen ones. So if you get people locally, but it takes it can take decades to to build a fan base. Well, really. I remember them winning two decades ago in mm. a cup yeah. final. Yeah. When it was Jim Leishman yeah. and yeah. Davy Hay, and so yeah, but the, but the fan base hasn't really increased. So are we, are we putting Dundee United mm. out of this? You think they're they pretty much they I think so. beat Dundee. I think so. I mean, even even. You know, if they don't, they're on 40 points yeah, already I think, so, it would, I think so it would take quite the turnaround Wouldn't it for them not to You go back to my old spite, malice and mistrust Dundee United would love To put Dundee a step nearer To the playoffs Or, the, or relegation Automatic relegation And Hibs You know, the Hearts fans will demand That Hibs are put out of the top six By Hearts Which, I love that one Because if you're in the boardroom you don't want your rivals in Get an extra derby More money Second half of the season But if you're a fan Who, <laughs> yeah. who likes spite, malice and mistrust well, as I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure Where that game would be played You know So therefore it might not benefit someone I'm not quite sure how they, how, how they work these days But 
No, I, I think no. I think fans are not really looking at the the budgets and what it can bring in. I think they've already so. I mean, likes of the season tickets and TV revenue and that stuff probably already accounted for. So no, I think mm. I'm with you. If you've got a chance to yeah. put your foot on them, then yeah. then, then, then I mean, I know, expect that. Down, I expect that in do. Glasgow for sure. Let's ask Kenny, who's a Hearts fan. Mm. Kenny, would you rather? Yeah, you'd rather consign Hibs to the bottom six, I take it, and, and miss out on a fourth derby. Well, definitely, definitely. No, listen. You think back to the, the year that we had uh, what a bother, and we we were all going to get relegated anyway, and they were singing about what we were going down. Well, they actually joined us, and then they come back for three seasons. That is true. Mm, Hi, yeah, and also the. Play- in the semi-final the, the, the next week as well so there will be a fourth derby but so and, and again that that's if, if anything a bigger game because you know worst case scenario Hibs don't get in the top six but there's no, no chance it can be relegated the Hearts have had a f- fantastic season um, finishing third and in the semi-final but, but to get to the final that will be definitely mm. um, you know the game that matters most to them I think this season you you confident Kenny given the, the form of the two teams this season? I I quite look confident. I uh, it's actually going to be my daughter Tanya's first derby tomorrow. Oh, brilliant! It's been the women's derbies, but it's going to be a first derby, obviously with age and all that. But uh, our first game was uh, the semi-final when we beat Celtic in 2000. What year was that? Cuban when we beat Celtic in the semi? Ask him. Did you hear him on beat the pundit earlier? But I, did, I didn't even remember. Then it's in Petersburg. Now you're being final. She's got she's got a good record um, by the sounds of it. Then Kenny, what about today's news? A new contract for Barry Mackay. How pleased are you with that? Oh, delighted, mate, delighted. Uh, he's a fantastic wee player. You know, he comes in the games and drifts out, but he's, he's a good old-fashioned winger. And what, what an ability he's got when he runs with the ball. Yeah, he'd been impressed with him yeah. this season, Jim. Yeah, as long as he's not in the penalties, he'll be fine. <laughs> um, you know, no, I mean, listen, he's, again, you know, you, you mentioned to me a player that uh, played in the lower, lower division, plays for them firm, and Dom Thomas, and he, he plays for them firm. He's a winger, and he dribbles. And, you know, these 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 players are a dying breed. So that's the reason why I, I think, uh, you know, like somebody like Kenny, they enjoy watching people like Barry Mackay because the first thing they do when they get the ball is saying, I'm going to take someone on. And it's not always going to work, you know, and sometimes they'll overrun it, sometimes they'll overdo it, and all these things, but they're still entertainers. And I think these type of players are invaluable. And they're the kind of guys you go to watch football for because... In any given moment in the game, they can win you the game. And, uh, you know, it's a terrific piece of business um, uh, to get them signed up in a longer-term contract. 16 points, the gap between the sides this season. That that already will sting for the Hibs fans. Never mind the, the thought of being yeah. consigned to the bottom six. Yeah, well, Sean Maloney got brought in because, the, you know, the, the, the board uh, didn't believe that uh, Jack Ross had, uh, you know, had, had was at the level that they wanted to be. So Sean's got a, a big job in the summer because... This this year was a, a bit of a free hit for him. Uh, not 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 for him personally, you know, because he would want to do better. But I think the 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 supporters and the directors would have allowed uh, that. But you know, he has to recruit well in the summer, and he has to replace the likes of Martin Boyle. He has to have other options um, for Kevin Nisbet because he's been out injured. And pretty much, we were talking earlier about Rangers lacking goals. That's what Hibs like. They play some decent football, but they don't have a cutting edge. Will Kenny and Tanya get the outcome they desire tomorrow in that one? I think without doubt. The central to Hibbs' problems uh, have been the loss of Martin Boyle and then Kevin Nisbet. And, you know, they can't recover from that. Certainly not this season. It's what Sean Maloney does in the summertime that will address that problem. But, you know, I, I worked in Edinburgh for 17 years and I loved the Hearts Hibbs rivalry. Uh, it, it's not as intense I don't think As the Celtic Rangers rivalry But 
Kenny knows how much it means to the Jambos tomorrow and you know it's really important this kind of rivalry is at the core of what football is all about you know and it goes in cycles and the the wheel will spin and one day it will be Hibs who have their foot on hearts but I think this weekend and the one that follows I think Hearts will beat Hibs in league and cup Ooh. Double prediction already He's going in very early uh, on that one um, Yeah, there's one of two derbies tomorrow The Dundee United Dundee one Is a fascinating one It's at Tannadice Let's hear a bit from Mark McGee Looking ahead to that one I'm a bit of a traditionalist You know, when it comes to stuff like that And uh, yeah, I shall look forward to uh, to the parade down the road yeah. It will be a bit strange But yeah, I'm looking forward to that Getting the you know some lively banter from the fans. That's all part. Yeah, of we could take that. You know, um, you know, I've been in this a long time, uh, thick skinned, and uh, you know, we we just we want to get down there and get out on the pitch. But uh, yeah, if we have to run a gauntlet on the way down there, then as long as we're not doing this sort of walk of shame on the way back up, you know, that uh, that's what we've got to make guard against. How do you see that one? Dundee United. Uh, uh, you know, Mark unfortunately hasn't won a game. Uh, since he became Dundee manager He's had five defeats, three draws uh, But I just think that Dundee United are a better team And Tam Courts has done a terrific job in his first season as manager And deserves credit uh, I just think they get better players The atmosphere will be wonderful at Tannadice But I just think Dundee United are the better of the two sides yeah, I think that, um, you know, signing Tony Watt, Matt may not, not play, but uh, they've got, um, I don't remember the boy's name, the new kid that, that came in last week, yep. uh, and I think he looks a real exciting talent, he's only 18, but, uh, you know, they have, they have a good balance of, you know, promoting younger players, That's that was the job Tam Courts had. Kujo, isn't it? Kujo, yeah, Kujo, and uh, he's, um, he, you know, he's another one that they've brought in. Um, and he, he could get thrown into a derby match and, and, and light the game up so yeah I mean I, I just think that they've got a little bit more but it mm. might be one of those days listen I've been there as I said the Dundee manager I've played many teams against times against Dundee United and managed when on paper United is the better side but Dundee managed to get a, a better result so so I, w- I wouldn't write Dundee off uh, down at Tandice but for me I, I think it'll be a draw I, I do think it'll be a draw What does this year specifically say about the split? Because for tomorrow it's it, it, it could it couldn't be any better. Mm-hmm. When are you ever going to get one day where seven teams in your mm-hmm. league are all going for it? You can't take your eyes off the scoreboards. So that would be the the pro, you know, the, mm-hmm. the thumb up. On the other hand, you are going to end up in a scenario where a couple of teams might only be, you know, one or two points mm-hmm. away from the European places yeah. and actually can't fight yeah. for Europe anymore. Yeah. No. Listen, I, I think that. Uh, we don't sell we're game enough I've said this many times where league is as competitive a league as you'll have there are there are teams with, I mean uh, leagues with huge multi-million pound budgets where teams run away from it but uh, here you know we're in April we're not just coming up to the split the, the title hasn't been decided yet albeit we all think that Celtic will win it but it's not been as you say the European places haven't been finalised yet the top six and the relegation thing uh, places are still, still to be fighting for so I just think it's a fantastically competitive league yeah we, we know we lack a little bit of quality here and there we know we lack some of the funding to try and make things a bit better the pitches can be better you know or the facilities all these sort of things but as far as a competition goes Gordon you know 
it's as, it's as good a competition. I'm not saying standard of football, but as a competition, it's as good a competition there is in the vast majority of leagues around Europe. Split's obviously not perfect, Hugh. How how can it be when you're left mm. with a scenario of mm. teams having to play, you know, lopsided amounts mm. of, of home and away games? Um, what it's got a lot going for it because it generally makes the bottom six really exciting when they're all playing each other for relegation. Like I said, this is maybe the first year that we've had this where you get the best and worst of it, it all at the same time. We're going to get unprecedented excitement tomorrow, uh-huh. but then what you maybe get after that if you are, I don't know, Ross County or whoever stays there, Ross County, Livy, Aberdeen, um, you know, you're not actually that far away from the teams above you, but you're going to be prevented by, you're prevented from getting there by the split ultimately. By large, I think it works. Uh, I, I can't wait for tomorrow. I can't wait to watch you go through the agonies <laughs> as the Livingston <laughs> game progresses. Uh, well, DL sleeps quietly in the corner. Uh, and Mark Wilson's glued to his microphone yes, after exactly. his incident last night. Uh, and as I say, the, the Edinburgh Derby, I always love Dundee Derby, tremendous excitement. Um, and of course, the Celtic St Johnston game. Uh, and then on Sunday, I mean, St Mirren, it could be about relegation for St Mirren by then. Mm. I mean, what I think is a long, long shot. What was St Johnston won at Celtic Park? There's only three points away from St Mirren who are then playing Rangers. Uh, so it's a terrific weekend and if that defines the split, then the split's doing fine, thank you. Okay, 01419511025. Have you got any more on this teaser? The last eight players to score from the Dembele. debuts. He did in September 2016. Jim. Yeah he did as well March 2018 Four down Four to get We'll get them next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Jim Duffy Are here It's 0141 951 Very quickly on this teaser That was sent in by Mark O'Brien We're looking for the last Eight players to score On their old firm debuts You've got Ramsey Hatati Edward Dembele Juan Golson? No, Hugh. Alan Palander? No. James Tavernier? Still no. <laughs> All in that sort of era, though. Yeah. We're only going back as far as 2016. I'll give you a wee clue. Wow. Right, I'll tell Ma- you what. Ma- uh, um, Martin Wycon? No. Uh, we better get this caller on because his attention might be about to be diverted elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Andy's a Thistle fan in Drumchapel, and Thistle kick off in about. 15 seconds time Andy So what's happening tonight Are you optimistic? I'm optimistic guys I've just seen the, the team line up So <clears throat> I think I was on a few weeks ago uh, Just talking about the We only had four subs at the time um, So it's a bit of a stronger bench uh, It looks as if he's fielded a, a good side uh, I'm not going tonight Because uh, I, I won't give Queens my money After the, the vote uh, Kuduffo that we had But uh, I'm sitting watching it on the TV And the teams are just coming out So I just thought I'd give you a wee call And uh, just say we really need to win this tonight Just to kind of make a push for the playoffs again Yeah Jim it's a massive game isn't it Yeah, yeah it is but uh, I think this will uh, I'll enjoy playing down there Because obviously the artificial surface cause is, is well documented uh, for Hill Just now is um, is probably the worst condition it's ever been in And certainly doesn't suit the way Thistle like to play But uh, you know I think that uh, Andy's right You know that I've got a, a bit of a um, a bonus now We're having some players back Available again um, But you know If they, if they find their, their, their goal scoring boots I've got no doubt They'll be in the top four And in the playoffs I was at the game Again Dunfermline and Wraith um, And Wednesday night there And Wraith just Looked a little bit flat 
So I, I think Thistle have got uh, you know the advantage. They've still got three points advantage. I think the 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 win tonight and uh, the win tonight that puts a lot of pressure on Ray for tomorrow. Ian McCall's going home tonight as well. Yeah, of yeah, course, he's a Dunhamer. Yeah. I'm sure uh, that won't impact the professional job to be done. It's, it's just a shame, you know. That at one stage, Thistle were dark horses uh, to challenge Arbroath and Kilmarnock, and it all went a bit awry. Um, points were dropped. I don't know to what extent um, the pitch at Fairhill was responsible, uh, but they went from being dark horses to being also ranked, uh, and now it's all about the playoffs. Yeah, but if they get, if they, I mean, Thistle have got a good squad, and you know, obviously, Rudden was a was a huge uh, loss um, because he had a great partnership with with Brian Graham. If they can get that balance right, they've tried a couple of permutations, Smith and Allegri, and it's not quite worked. But um, if, if if they can get the the, the balance right, I, I still think they'll be favourites in the playoffs. Ah, and Kevin Clancy, the man what in the middle wrong? tonight, Hugh. <laughs> what could possibly go uh, wrong? Never far from controversy up uh-huh. at McDermott Park last weekend, was he? Well, David Martindale had a few yeah. things to say about did you, did you see the, the penalty yeah. decision the Wild, point? I mean it? it's one of the worst you'll ever see isn't it? Let's be Wild. Yeah. It's, it's incredible what did you did to get Marvin Bartley get <laughs> suspended in. He got sent off after the full time <laughs> right, uh, Have they decided on his I punishment yet? He'll probably whinge his way out of it like he does with everything but, um, yeah. um, Andy well, I know we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves but do you fancy Thistle to come through the playoffs? I mean how, how realistic is promotion for you at the moment? Uh, when the when the squad's fit, um, I definitely think we've got a chance. Uh, there's no there's no denying that the park has absolutely ruined a good chance that we've had of challenging for the title. Um, but you know, you need a lot of the fans are getting frustrated with it. But you need to think about where we were last season. You know, we, we came on to a good run after the shutdown and, and we got promoted. So um, I think if you'd have spoke to most fans at the start of the season and said that this is where we were going to be. Most of the time would have been happy. Just obviously the run we went on, things were looking a bit kind of optimistic, and I think there's been a bit of disappointment over the last uh, couple of weeks with some of the performances. But I mean, I'm not sure. I can't really say why all the injuries came about. I heard some some rumours that it was, uh, you know, something that's in the the media and uh, that's been going about for two years. But um, I don't know if it was or it wasn't. But we certainly lost a lot of the squad for a good three or four weeks there, and that crucified us, you know. But the boys are back It's a good squad there now I'm just watching it We've already did a, a Kind of a bit of attack And play here I, I think um, Given the right circumstances We could go for it we, we certainly have to get A bit of design And at least Give our best That's all the fans Are looking for Do you know what I mean Right I'll let you go So you can focus on the game He was doing well To give us some live commentary yeah. Yeah. Don't know if that's allowed <laughs> um, But I enjoyed it Thank you uh, To Andy Indram Chapel 01419511025 I'm looking at the fixtures tomorrow Trying to see if there's any That Need a bit more analysis Go on then Let us let me hear your case for Livy You're very sure that Livy will beat the Steel Men At the Tony Macaroni tomorrow Yeah I just think uh, You know again We go back to recruitment I think uh, Joe Nubley Who went to in lo- The first half of the season on loan To Abroath I think uh, has been It was terrific at Abroath um, And he's been back there He's not He's not an out and out You know centre forward he, he drifts in uh, across the front line Big guy Great talent I think obviously Alan Forrest has been sensational this season. I think they've got really good options. I think they're, they're always notoriously difficult to beat. So I, I, I just think they've got a really good balanced squad. And uh, 
you know, that's the reason why I think that mm. they'll, they'll just edge it. I think the Celtic fans would rather Motherwell win that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that uh, they don't have to go back mm. to Livingston possibly for uh, a game after the split. I mean, Celtic uh, were terrific at Livingston the last time, but they waited a long time for a performance like that. Uh, I, I, I think they would rather Livingston just weren't there. <laughs> and they get Andy back in the phone. Queen of the South with a good chance there, not mm. taken still. Oh, uh, Queen of the South nil, Partick Thistle nil. Three minutes gone. Let's bring in Jerry, who's a Rangers fan down in Essex. Hi, Jerry. Hello there. How's it going? Yeah, fine, thanks. What have you got on your mind for the panel tonight? Well, I'm just um, wondering about the forgotten man, Scott Wright, um, not even getting a look in to come into this team. And people are coming on and slating Sakala. Um, Sakala, even when he's playing wide in the right, doesn't seem to be able to get past anybody. And then his ball into the box is short of atrocious. Nothing gets past. We dominated the game against Celtic in the second half and there was not one chance where anything went into the box that we were going to win it. What have you seen from Scott Wright that makes you think he can be the difference maker, Jerry? I think he's got, he has got a bit of pace and he's got a wee bit of composure on the ball. Even the other night against Braga, the, the, the ball broke to Sakala um, after Kent went through and he, and he scuffed his shot for about 12 yards, if that. And it got cleared away. And then, he, he then his pace took him past somebody when the ball went through him and as somebody pointed out earlier, he'd be better playing at Murrayfield. He never even hit the target and made the keeper even mm. remotely try and save. It just went bluttered over the bar. Yeah, but to be fair, that's a lot of what other guys are not doing. What's to say that Scott Wright can make a difference, Jim? We've not really, to be yeah. fair, Forgotten Man is a, a decent description. He got one minute against Red Star, one minute against Dortmund. Mm. With all due respect, the Annan game's a bit of an outlier because you're going to rotate. So we've not really seen him since he started against Livy on the 26th of January. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously that must be down to his performances at training because that's where the managers can can assess him. You know, and if he's not maybe looking as sharp as he, as he could be, then the manager has to pick players he believes that, that are there. I mean, there are other players like Diallo we mentioned who's not going to look in and obviously initially come up and looked as if he could be an asset but, uh, you know, I'm always a wee bit concerned when fans isolate incidents, you know, where a player is a poor cross or a poor shot. That'll happen to top world-class players. They'll smash one over the bar or miss a sitter or any of these type of things. So, you know, certain incidents, it's his overall contribution. I, I don't think Sakala's a centre-forward, but I think as a, as a wide-right player, he does stretch defenders. Yeah, I agree uh, with Jerry in the sense that his final ball's not great, but he's not alone in that. I, I, I said, I think, I think there are players who are, and I've said that earlier on in the show, who are not playing anywhere near their levels. But Sakala's a squad player. He wouldn't be playing if everyone else would be fit. Just to underline your point, look at Romelu Lukaku for Chelsea yeah. against Real Madrid yeah. in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what a sitter he missed mm-hmm. with the header. But there's, there's a kind of missing persons list that's being... Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah, um, being uh, developed under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and... High among them now, Scott Wright and Steve Davis. Uh, Cedric Eaton. Yeah, I mean, if if Eaton is so far out the picture, he's in Siberia. Then that yeah, to happens. Be fair, I, I've yet to hear many shouts for him to mm-hmm. to be returned. But you're right, Stephen Davis would yeah. obviously be. You would have thought one. Aaron Ramsey is is there in, in a different sense. We've seen a bit more of him. Um, I think that's misadventure bringing him here at all. 
Uh, it just hasn't worked out. But you think Stephen Davis must be able to make a contribution of some sort. So what does this mean, Jerry? Is it is the manager getting the blame from you at the moment or someone else? Um, well, to be honest, when he came in, he came into a, a decent team to begin with. I mean, look at his last season. We hardly conceded any goals last season. This defence is leaking goals like nothing on earth. We can't defend any boxes, any balls into the box, set plays. We're atrocious. Corners, we always look vulnerable. When that guy came over and watched us against Celtic uh, and they said he, he, he knows our weakness, I think it's clear for everybody to see what our weakness is. We just don't defend well in the box. Well, it's going to be a big weekend for everyone involved. Rangers go to St Mirren on Sunday. So, Jerry, enjoy that when it comes around. Huge matches tomorrow. Oh. Absolutely incredible Saturday we've got lined up. Let's try and get the remaining four answers on the teaser before we go. The last eight to score in an old firm debut. They're all since 2016 onwards. Right, Christie. Nope. Stuart Armstrong. Yes. Clint Hill. Nope. Two more Celtic. Um, Kyogo. No, he did no. not. Remember, played at Ibrox start of the season. Can uh, I think? No. Think of that successful Brendan Rodgers era. You've got a couple of them. If it was Edward Dembele, who would maybe be supplying them from one of the sides and scored quite a lot himself? Scott Sinclair. Yes. Scott Sinclair. Scott Sinclair. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking it's he before that. You know, you've seen right, the last two were in the same game, April 2016. Did that oh. ring a bell? <laughs> <laughs> it's only seven. Uh, it's only six years ago. Scottish Cup semi final. Rangers won it. Uh, that's the I'm saying. Clinton Hill, and then not, Ronnie uh, Dyla left, and Brendan Rodgers came, and the rest was history. Uh-huh. Remember that game? Don't tell me Halliday scored. Oh, he didn't. Barry Mackay. Yes, well done. Mm-hmm. We spoke about him earlier mm-hmm. for his new Hearts deal. Do you remember Celtic's first? I think it was the first goal scorer that day. He's a defender. He's no longer at the club, but he has played against them since for a European side. For for a European side. Um, Jason Denier Nope <sighs> no. uh, I can't think Give us another clue He's Danish Is Shevchenko 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 We got there in the end Eric Shevchenko Well done right. Thank you to Jim Duffy And Hugh Keevans Really busy on the phone So thank you for those of you Who came on Apologies if you didn't get through And thanks again to everyone Listened in your numbers It's still goalless Queen of the South Partick Thistle In the Championship You are not Going to be able to take Your eyes off the Premiership Tomorrow Or your ears I should say So make sure you join us At 2pm And if nothing else Just count up how many times I utter the phrase As things stand It's going to be a remarkable Day of Scottish football You don't want to miss it So make sure you join us All the gang will be here From 2 o'clock And in the meantime The man to get you In the mood for it all Mr George Bowie Up with the GBX next